Hello, everyone, and welcome to You Are Loved in Christ. Today's topic, Transcending Love, Prayers for Peace. Let's visit what the term love means. Love is not just a definition, it is also an action. Love means to enjoy something specified. It also means unconditional love or agape love, to love without merit. We show our love through our actions, whether verbal or nonverbal. Transcend means to go beyond the range of limits or further than our norm. The Gospel of John states, 14th chapter, 15 verse to 29th verse, I have told you this while I am with you. The advocate, the Holy Spirit that the Father will send in my name, he will teach you everything and remind you of all that I told you. Peace I live with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives, gives do I give it to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled or afraid. During traditional mass, after celebration of Eucharist, we say a very special prayer that is dear to my heart. It is called the prayer of St. Francis of Assisi. And this prayer begins by speaking about how we are to use the instrument of our peace. Lord, make an instrument, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there's hatred, let me sow love. Where there's injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there's despair, hope. Where there's darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Oh, divine master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. That prayer teaches how we are to transcend peace and how we are to actually show love. So transcending love, prayers for peace, the prayers for peace in the Roman Catholic faith actually projects how we are to walk out peace with others and the importance of love towards others in our connections with them. A reading also from an Angelus homily of Pope Francis reads, Today, dear brothers and sisters, I wish to add my voice to the cry which rises up with increasing anguish from every part of the world, from the one great family, which is humanity. It is the cry for peace. It is a cry which declares with force. We want a peaceful world. We want to be men and women of peace. And we want in our society, torn apart by divisions and conflict, that peace break out. There are so many conflicts in this world which cause me great suffering and worry. But in these days, my heart is deeply wounded by what is happening and by the dramatic developments which are looming. I appeal strongly for peace. How much suffering, how much devastation, 
How much pain has the use of arms carried in its wake? I think of many children who will not see the light of future. If we do not find ways, I would like to add what Pope Francis just stated, if we do not add ways or find ways to bring harmony with one another, to live amongst each other in peace and in unity. With utmost firmness, I condemn the use of chemical weapons. There is a judgment of God and of history upon our actions, which is inescapable. Never has the use of violence brought peace in its wake. War begets war. Violence begets violence. What can we do to make peace in the world? As Pope John said, it pertains to each individual to establish new relationships in human society under the mastery and guidance of justice and love. All men and women of good will are bound by the task of pursuing peace. I make a forceful and urgent call to the entire Catholic Church and also to every Christian of other confessions as well as to followers of every religion and to those brothers and sisters who do not believe peace is a good which overcomes every barrier because it also belongs to all of humanity. And I would like to go just back a bit where it states all men and women of good will are bound by the task of pursuing peace. The Bible states blessed are the peacemakers because they shall see the face of God. Um, we are to make sure that we're walking in peace. Like I recently um, changed my whole environment because um, where I was, it just was no peace. And if, if there's no peace, why stay in it? Um, if you change your, I also had different things taking place. So I changed different things concerning that uh, with passwords and phone numbers and all types of things. And um, the, it's still, you know, I'm, I'm seeking peace. And um, um, even if the opposition is there and there are barriers and they don't want to seek peace, they still want to revisit with uh, chaos or confusion or, you know, it's, um, you know, it's not of Christ. And we all parties have to find a way for pursuing peace. And if, if, we, if, if people uh, are not uh, required to reconcile, they go their separate ways, then they must stay their separate ways and not revisit to bring chaos just to get what they want from another person. So um, again, let me read on. So all men and women of good, it's not even biblical, those actions, it's not biblical. And it's not biblical to, to try to teach it, but will not live it. It's not of Christ. Of men, and of, that's, a, that's a selfish gain and not a selfish, a selfish uh, gain and not a selfless act towards humanity. All men and women of good are bound by the task of pursuing peace. I make a forceful, as this is again, Pope Francis speaking. I make a forceful and urgent call to the entire Catholic church and also to every Christian of other confessions, as well as to followers of every religion and to those brothers and sisters who do not believe peace is a good which overcomes every barrier because it belongs to all of humanity. I repeat forcefully, it is neither a culture of confrontation nor a culture of conflict, which builds harmony with and between peoples. But it is a culture of encounter and a culture of dialogue that is the only way to peace. May the P for peace rise up and touch the hearts of everyone. 
so that they may lay down their weapons and let themselves be led by the desire for peace. Pope Francis. And from Pope Benedict the 16th, excerpt from his address for the celebration of the World Day of Peace. This comes from January 1st, 2013. Peace concerns the human person as a whole, and it involves complete commitment. And I would like to stop at that sentence there and elaborate because I'm a person that believes in um, dignity and respect and citing work. And so there are some who will hear work and they will take bits and pieces and try to paraphrase or elaborate um, and then won't cite the work and claim it's their work. Uh, that's just an example. Um, I'm, big, I'm a biggie on that because I'm a publisher and author and um, I believe in respecting everybody's platforms, including mine, um, and being able to go forth to do that. Um, so that we can grow. God doesn't bless mess and God won't bless if it's not done in integrity and in character. So uh, we have to keep in mind that um, peace concerns the human person as a whole. We have to respect the holistic well-being of all people. And it involves complete commitment. And when we fail at it, we have to try again and not uh, revert back. We, it's called a full repentance. You return from your wicked ways. You don't, uh, what the Bible says, wicked ways or turn from your ways of error. That's another way of stating that. So we don't uh, repent and then revisit the behavior again and then insult and visit uh, when they've gone on in peace, minding their business and then revisit to insult um, and then want to say it's their work or whatever they call themselves doing uh, they call it their way of peace or their way of faith, and it's not of Christ. So um, God has a certain way of commandments for us to obey, and if we obey, we're blessed. And he adds all the commandments of blessings to us. And as uh, the sister said to me last night, the nun uh, that prayed uh, with me last night um, and this morning, uh, when she was speaking with me, she made it clear that... Um, all things work out for the good of those that love the Lord. And if we love God, then we are complete commitment to obey him in all areas. And that includes of how we love others and approach their platforms, their lives, their well-being, their holistic uh, life of humanity, of how of, of humanity as a whole and who they are in an environment and, and to not let other things take prevalence over that of behaviors. So, um, it is peace with God through a life lived according to his will. It is interior peace with oneself, uh, Pope Benedict XVI is stating, and exterior peace with our neighbors and all creation. Above all, as blessed John um, uh, the 23rd wrote in his encyclical Paxim in Terrace, it entails the building up of a coexistence based on truth, freedom, love, and justice. The denial of what makes up the true nature of human beings in its essential dimensions, its intrinsic capacity to know the true and the good, and ultimately to know God himself jeopardizes peacemaking. Again, I'll read it again. The denial of what makes up the true nature of human beings, which is the true nature of us, should be the nature of God. 
the personality of God, taking on the characteristics of God. And its essential dimensions and its extrinsic capacity to know the true and the good and ultimately to know God himself jeopardizes peacemaking. Without the truth, meaning even true self-identity of who you are and not recording when another person is recording to plagiarize, um, without the truth about man inscribed by the creator in the human heart, freedom and love become debased and justice loses the ground of its exercise. So without the truth about man inscribed by the creator in the human heart, freedom and love become a debased and justice loses the ground of its exercise. To become authentic peacemakers, it is fundamental to keep in mind our transcendent dimension and to enter into constant dialogue with God, the father of mercy, whereby we implore the redemption achieved by us by his only begotten son. And that is what is meant by walking in the characteristics, observing the personality of God. Only way to do that, as is stated in other podcasts of Your Loved in Christ, is by opening the word of God and studying the word of God and walking in discipleship according to scripture, according to commandments. Only then where is this, is this will be how we implore the redemption achieved by us by his only begotten son. And this way, Mankind can overcome that progressive dimming and rejection of peace, which is sin in all its forms, selfishness and violence, greed, and the willpower and dominion of tolerance, hatred, and unjust structures. And that is why I mentioned what I mentioned through the podcast, because there are unjust structures and it should not be. If a person is creating peace in a new environment, why would you come disturb it? Why would it be disturbed over and over and over when they try to find peace over and over and over. It's not of Christ. It's not the character of Christ. It is an unjust structure. The attainment of peace depends above all on recognizing that we are in God one family, one human family. Pope Benedict, and we are one human family. We show that by respecting others' property, and their work. You don't, we don't downgrade others to uplift ourselves to make it or to be something or to realize our self-identity. Again, excerpts from Pope Paul VI address on the 1978 World Day of Peace. To the world and to humanity, we once more dare to address the meek and solemn world word peace. Peace is not a purely ideal dream. It is and must be a reality, a dynamic reality and one to be generated at every stage of civilization. Peace is an equilibrium that is based on motion. Peace is an equilibrium that is based on motion and continually gives forth energy of spirit and action. It is intelligent and living courage. We beseech all men and women of goodwill to begin once more to reflect on peace in the world today. We would like to be able to dispel the threatening nightmare of people not walking in peace. It stays here, nightmare of war, 
I'm stating of people not walking in peace. No work can be done without walking in peace. And Jesus Christ is the appropriation and he is the founder of unity and peace and God is the creator of families. By proclaiming at the top of our voice the absurdity of war and the absolute necessity of peace. Peace is not founded on the power of arms that today are endowed with an infernal capacity for destruction, but it is founded on a patient, rational, and loyal method of justice and freedom. That is what I want to focus on. I'm going to stop there with that address and move on to Pope John Paul's II's prayer for peace. But first, I would like to elaborate on peace is founded on the patient, rational, and loyal method of justice and freedom. We have to, it states at St. Patrick's Cathedral where I worship, um, they have a Libra scales there on the uh, floor there leading back to the more intimate chapel uh, there uh, for a more intimate uh, worship time and prayer, uh, their devotion of prayer. Um, it states there can be no love without justice. Um, and I would like to iterate that without love or peace, there's no justice. And without justice, there's no love or peace. And so they all go intertwined together. And um, we must walk in that. We cannot separate love from justice or peace from justice. We, they, they go hand in hand of how we are to relate with each other in humanity and also in our church congregations. Um, so going on to Pope John Paul II's prayer for peace, Lord Jesus Christ, who are called the Prince of Peace, who are yourself our peace and reconciliation, who has so often said peace to you, grant us peace. Make all men and women witnesses of truth, justice and brotherly love. Banish from their hearts whatever might endanger peace. Enlighten our rulers that they may guarantee and defend the great gift of peace. May all peoples on earth become as brothers and sisters. May long for peace blossom forth and reign always over us all. Pope John Paul II. And I would like to finish that with the Canticle of Hannah prayer from 1 Samuel 2nd chapter 1st verse to 10th verse, which states, he raises the needy from the dust. I'm going to read a portion of it. From the ash, he lifts up the poor to seat them with nobles and make a glorious throne their heritage. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's and he has set the world upon them. So here, this is very special because God includes all people and he doesn't differentiate between classes. So let us keep in mind the special, these special prayers of peace and especially the one that is very dear to my heart, the prayer of St. Francis of Assisi and also 
that we are showing transcending love, going further with our love with each other in humanity through our prayers for peace and in our actions for peace towards one another. So let us continue to find ways to reside amongst one another and to reside in peace among all men. And I would like to end this again with the prayer of St. Francis of Assisi. Lord, make me, and I'm gonna include us this time instead of me. Lord, make us an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us so love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. O divine master, grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love, for it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. You are loved in Christ.